Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kira Mack, as always, and delighted you've been able to tune in with us yet again for today's show. Now, before we do get into those top four stories doing the rounds here in Thailand, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel if you already haven't, and do give us a share on social media if you can. Now, if you like listening to us on a podcast player, there's a link down below in the description where all the available podcast players can be found. And finally, if you get some value from the show, if you like the show, if you want to support the show, there's a link down below in the description for buymeacoffee.com. So now that's all done and dusted, let's jump into the top four stories doing the rounds here in the country. Local grocers aided accused Chinese fraudster firms. Police have found that two grocers in Bangkok acted as directors of 48 shell companies linked to a Chinese couple facing charges of running a 10 billion baht international fraud scheme. The two grocers, who had shops in Tonbury, were paid 4,000 baht a month for each company they represented, said Police Major General Amnat, Deputy Commissioner of the Cyber Crime Investigation Bureau. The companies were legally registered with the Department of Business Development to engage in activities including tour guide services, brokerage, wholesale, holdings and property trade. Thai shareholders held 51% in each company and Chinese nationals the rest. The businesses had 5 million baht in registered capital each and were all headquartered at houses in the same luxury housing estate in Prawet district where the Chinese couple were arrested on Wednesday. Police are now checking the tax records of the company, Police Major General Amnat said on Thursday. Xiaoyin Su, 31, and his girlfriend Qi Yi, 25, were arrested at their 67 million baht house in the, in the Palazzo Shurikaran estate in Prawet on charges of public fraud and money laundering. Police say the couple lured people in many countries into fake investments in digital currencies and other assets with damages estimated at 10 million baht. Police suspect companies in their network had bought 19 luxury houses in the same estate in Prawet and leased them out to Chinese people. On Wednesday, police impounded hundreds of millions of baht worth of assets from the couple, including expensive air brick dolls. So some more fraud and corruption within the Chinese community here in Thailand. It really does beggar belief the amount of criminals easily able to bypass immigration and get into this country. I mean, it really does make you wonder exactly what they're doing to stop these kind of people. And then on the other hand, what the Chinese government are doing as well in relation to allowing them to leave the country so freely and then come to a country like Thailand. I think they should be really working hard together to put an end to this because it really does do damage to both China and Thailand. And it's of no benefit to anyone. So moving along, we have a story coming out of Phuket. And this happened a couple of days ago, but there's also been an update on it. So we'll go through that. Aussie arrested over road rage incident. An Australian man has been arrested for damage done to a passenger van in a road rage incident that saw him damage the van's rear view mirrors. Vishit police, who publicly announced the arrest last night, named the Australian man only as Mr. Naval. Vishit police reported that they had received a complaint about the incident at 10.18am. Officers were informed that Mr. Naval from Australia and Mr. Hyder from Dubai had attacked a passenger van registered in Sankla province by destroying a minivan side mirror, the report said. The report did not clarify Mr. Hayter's nationality, but did note that the damage was inflicted by hand. Apparently, a good Samaritan had provided video footage showing the incident, police reported. Officers responded to the complaint and invited Mr. Naval to come with them to the police station. By that time, Mr. Hayter had fled and police are currently searching for him, the report noted. 
According to the report, Mr. Naval admitted to police that he and his friend did hit the mirrors. He said they did so because they were angry that, that the van driver had beeped his horn and chased them, zooming close to their vehicle. They got out of the vehicle with anger and destroyed the mirrors, the report said. Mr. Naval has been charged with threatening other people and causing loss of property and will face legal prosecution, the police noted. The police refused to explain over the phone to the uh, locum news media any further details of the incident, namely any behaviour the passenger van driver might have done that may have inspired the road rage incident. Re- local news media must present themselves in person in order for officers to provide for any further details. And this is what local media were told. Now an update to this was that the van driver was completely innocent. He actually had done nothing wrong and the video cam footage from other cars showed that he actually had been doing nothing wrong. Now these... Uh, clowns or especially Mr. Naval whoever he is he has uh, received from Phuket Provincial Court which very fast by the way so I mean this happened a day or two ago he's already been convicted with two months imprisonment suspended for one year he's uh, been given a fine of 10,000 baht and an order to pay 40,000 baht compensation to van driver that was basically what the police came out and said now there's no word yet but a two-month suspended sentence would mean he's going to be deported as well and that's the least that should happen this kind of stuff is just unacceptable in my opinion and it goes on too often in party towns like phuket Pattaya and places like this is foreigners causing damage and think they can act the way they probably act in their home country well you can't and I'm delighted to see the police take action against this guy and I want to make sure and I want him and I hope that he's deported back to his country and banned from coming back to Thailand ever again because this is the kind of person that nobody wants in their country and shouldn't be allowed near Thailand ever again and I do hope that the immigration take very serious action against him and he's once his fines are paid and money's paid back to the driver that he's gone out of this country because the last thing you want is a person like this roaming the streets unhinged violent and willing to do whatever he wants to do whether it's in traffic jam whether it's in a crowded place you can imagine if he has a few drinks what he'd be like so you know again quality tourists turning up here in phuket now speaking of quality tourists more than 1,000 foreigners in phuket have been caught for visa overstay More than 1,000 foreigners have been apprehended for overstaying their visas due to the collaboration efforts of the Phuket Immigration Office and 800 accommodation providers on the resort island. And that was according to a report coming out of the news agency NNT. Phuket officials said the achievement comes as a result of crime-free measures implemented by businesses enabling them to promptly inform the police about any suspicious activities involving foreign guests, the news agency reported. Phuket Immigration Chief Colonel Tanet Sukchai said the number of foreign guests registered at accommodations in Phuket over the past two months exceeded the number of foreign tourists who arrived in the same period by over 20%. The significant discrepancy prompted an investigation leading to the identification and capture of numerous visa overstayers, he said. The implementation of a new database played a crucial role in the success of this initiative, allowing the police to track down a missing foreigner recently, Colonel Tanet explained. From May 1 to 25, immigration police conducted raids on 1,550 targeted locations across Phuket, resulting in the arrest of 11 individuals who had overstayed their visas and an additional four people who had entered Thailand illegally. Now, according to the Immigration Bureau's information technology, a total of 1,050 foreigners were found to have overstayed their visas. Among them, 391 individuals were not staying at the reported accommodations and 228 had already departed Thailand. A further 330 one tourist has submitted requests to extend their visas while 109 were reported to have passed away. One individual was identified as bedridden 
participation and another had obtained Thai citizenship. So quite interesting. It does seem like there's an awful lot of people who are overstaying here on the island of Phuket. For me, figuring out how many people have overstayed cannot be that hard for the immigration. They have a fairly looking sophisticated immigration computer system. So you know when the people entered, you know how long they got, the expiry date's there. So once it passes the expiry date and it hasn't been renewed, sure, that should be a warning to say that those people are still in the country and they've overstayed. I don't know why you need to be have accommodation owners you know, uh, snitching on them as well, because that's what basically is going on. So people coming to Thailand, though, and people staying here in Phuket and other parts do need to realize that Thailand is not a country where you want to be overstaying on your visa. Because as I've said before, the consequences are very serious for you, especially if you're caught in country overstaying. Basically, what's going to happen to you? And, I, and there was a and there was somebody who commented down below in the, in the comment section a few days ago, and he was explaining that he had gone to the airport and he was lucky that he got that out that got out that way and he wasn't blacklisted but there are people who've got caught in country overstaying even for a couple of days and have ended up in immigration detention have ended up in court have to pay the fine that you'll be given by by the judge then you're put back into immigration detention until you can arrange your own flight and pay for it to go back to your own home country and if you can't you'll languish there that's the bottom line so people are warned about what will and can happen so i think more focus needs to be put on this i don't think there's really any place in thailand for people who want to who do overstay you're in breach of your immigration status and yes you should be deported if you're caught Thailand is one of those countries where it's very easy to sort yourself out in terms of getting an extension of your visa or, you know, you can do border runs, border hops. There's lots of agents who can help out. So for me, anybody who's caught overstaying is just being lazy. They are not taking care of their own business and at the end of the day probably deserve to get caught and deported. And finally, the Move Forward Party leader and the Thai Chamber of Commerce discuss minimum wage raise. Prime Ministerial candidate from Move Forward Party, Pita Lim Janarat, continues the discussion with the private sector about his party's proposed daily minimum wage increase to 450 baht. His discussion on Wednesday with the Thai Chamber of Commerce yielded no concrete outcome despite both sides' mutual sentiment on the need to increase minimum wage. The TCC chairman, Senen Angkukpul, revealed after the meeting that both sides share a common sentiment on the need to raise wages, but their views remain different on the appropriate rate and duration. Both sides agreed to set up a committee to follow up on the issues discussed today, which included the issue of energy prices, assistance measures for the agricultural sector, and lifelines for small and medium-sized uh, enterprises. Mr. Sanan said he is content with the clear economic measures proposed while expressing his wish for the forming of a new government co coalition as quickly as possible. He said that the new government should be able to take office by September in time for the passing of the new government budget. Any delays to the process would result in restricted disbursement affecting the country's economic boosting measures. Move Forward Party has campaigned for a minimum wage raise to 450 baht per day to be implemented within the first 100 days of the MFP-led administration. Mr. Peter said more talks will be held with the TCC to discuss the final rate and the appropriate time frame for implementation. On concerns that a higher minimum wage would drive up the prices of goods, Mr. Peter said that might not always be the case, but he was certain that a wage increase would improve people's livelihoods. Addressing the latest minimum wage adjustment to 350 baht per day, Mr. Peter said it was only a 5% increase compared to the 8% inflation rate. He added that workforce productivity will also need to be promoted.
The forming of a new administration currently awaits formal endorsement of MPs by the Election Commission, which shall be followed by parliamentary sessions to select a House Speaker and a Prime Ministerial candidate, as well as the Cabinet appointments. Many sides have called for a new government to be formed as soon as possible in order to drive forward government budgeting and economic measures. So this is, again, I didn't want to harp on too much about the the recent elections and the government policy, but I do feel that this is something worth talking about. For me, this is a great move for the Thai people. At the end of the day, 350 baht is not even 10 euros a day. Now, in countries around Europe, you're getting 10 euros an hour. So this is what people are getting per day. The Move Forward Party are looking to promote it, push it up to 450 baht per day which I think is 100 baht extra. Over the course of a month, that would probably be about 3,000 baht extra onto wage bills per person in each business. But at the end of the day, I think a lot, a lot of places and a lot of businesses are making good money and they want to pay their staff the minimum. You see, the problem here in Thailand is when you when employers hear minimum wage, they automatically think that's what they should just pay people. You know, as we say basic jobs, kind of, you know, uh, entry level jobs and things like that. They just automatically go, well, that's the minimum wage. That's all you're going to get, 350 a day, rather than think, well, I should pay them a bit more. And I do feel that they take advantage of this minimum wage to a certain extent as well by saying, well, that's all I have to pay you by law. That's what I'm going to give you. That to me is not really a fair way to treat people, especially where businesses, and let's talk about things like hotels and the hospitality industry, which, you know, the government are always pushing. These hotels make major money. And don't be under any illusion that they don't. They've had basically a year now since the country reopened and they have been full chocker block. And always remember that many of these hotels you find here in Phuket, Pattaya, Bangkok, whatever, they're operating on selling to European travel agents. So they're getting European hotel rates, but they're operating on a Thai budget. So electricity prices are cheaper. Salaries are cheaper. A lot of the hotels that you see are very, very big hotels, three, 400 rooms, full, 100% occupancy a lot of time during high season. They are making great money. Owners make fantastic money out of hotels. That's why they're in the business. If they weren't making great money, they do something else. But the problem is, as soon as they start hearing 450 baht a day, they start thinking how we can cut staff down because we don't want to have this increase. They're happy with the way things are, paying the basic to people. And then, of course, relying on the service charge to prop up the person's salary when the service charge should be a bonus, not the incentive to come and work for us and basically saying, look, here's your service charge. Many times in hotels and whatnot, service charge is a lot more than the actual salary that they get. I don't think that's right either. But nevertheless, that is what is going on here in Thailand at the moment in relation to wages. I'd love to know what you think about it. Do you think the government should push it up to 450 a day? Do you think it should be higher or lower? I'd love to know your opinions or your opinions about any of the other stories that we've talked about today. Always down below in that comment section. Anyway, thanks for tuning in today. Hopefully you have a great day. Stay safe out there. The weather has been fairly brutal, but I hear, I feel it's going to change soon and the rain may stop. But anyway, have a great day and stay safe. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.